Hello? We had a general calling in to stop um, for the interview. Yeah, what's up with you, fam? How you doing tonight? I'm all good, brother. Appreciate the opportunity. Uh, of course, man. I appreciate you calling in, man. Um, <clears throat> so uh, to get started, man, um, can you tell the fans who you are and where you from? What's going on, everybody? My name is Vail the General, and I'm a V-E-L-L-D-A General. I'm from the south side of Chicago, hip-hop artist. Yeah, I'm making good quality music, man. Some y'all can learn from, some you can build from. Totally yeah. opposite of what you hear on the radio, real music. <laughs> yeah, I definitely agree with that. Uh, uh, what made you uh, decide you wanted to get in the music industry, and what was your first sign that you were on the right path? Well, um, I first started off doing it for fun. You know, it was just for fun. And um, actually, the computer I was working on, something had happened to it. I had sent it to my cousin to get repaired, Rashad Chamberlain. And then once he repaired it, he went through it, and he was listening to the songs I was playing around with, and he was like, yo. He's got pretty dope, and from that point on, man, he had started managing me early on, on early on in my career, and from there, man, I just knew I had something because once I started putting out the tracks, I was getting feedback from the people, and it wasn't only coming from Chicago, it was coming from multiple states, so I'm like, okay, cool, I'm, I might need to stick with this and put some more effort into it. Definitely, and you said um, that you were playing around with it at first. Uh, what was it that got you interested in hip hop in the first place that made you want to start messing around with it and, you know, th trying it a little bit? Well, I've always been like a fan of the real music, like, you know, that 90s hip hop music. And basically, like, I used to play basketball. So before practice or at the lunch table in high school, I just used to always freestyle, kind of like relax, you know, relax my mind, you know, ease my nerves and everything, just freestyle, and people would gravitate to it. So. Mm. It all started from there because a couple of my classmates were like, oh, man, you should really try it. Like, they used to give me a topic, and I could just go from there mm. right off the top. And so I'm like, man, but, you know, as, as now I've been doing it this long, and, man, it's just coming around. It's coming. The pictures coming together perfect, you know what I'm saying? So, man, I just got to keep pushing. I really appreciate y'all giving me the opportunity, man, to spread the word and message. Ah, definitely, man. I'm very impressed with you. Um, Doe had hit me up about you. Um, to do this interview and he sent me that kung fu and um, I really like how you start the song out just by saying don't put no autotune on my shit like I can relate to that so much so by you doing that I was like oh shit he he about to put on some shit so for the fans who may not have heard that yet or for your fans who do know, know that song um, what made you make that your new single and what's the concept behind that record okay so um Basically, before Kung Fu came out, uh, I dropped a Morse code out. Okay. Go find that on all platforms, Morse code, Veil the General, Morse code. And that was boom, bap. So the thing is, everybody always told me, like, when I do shows, they're like, man, we'd love to hear you over a trap beat or, or a more up-to-date beat, because I was doing, like, straight boom, bap beats back then. Right. And um, I started, you know, digging through Seasick, you know, collect sheets, send me his private link. I was digging through his um, thing, and I'm like, okay, man, this will sound dope. And I always you know, growing up, listening to the Wu-Tang, you know what I'm saying, the Kung Fu movies, I still watch those to this day, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, okay. man, it, the beat just caught me. And uh, I'm like, you know, I'm going to put something around this, you know what I'm saying? And the whole message and the concept of the track is, you know, the radios be quick to play these songs. You know, it's crazy. They're like, yo, stop the violence, Chicago, and then the next song come on and be like, drill, drill, drill. So it's like, I wanted to put a little put a little concept about it. like man we really just want to kick it like kung fu mm -hmm. you know we got you know all the guns and all that stuff that's cool to rap about 
but the messaging is like, man, we might as well just get some money and have a good time and enjoy the vibe around good people and good music. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the artwork on it caught my eye too, cause you got the Last Dragon show enough on it, and I mean, it, it for you know, people my age that makes a lot of sense, but to the youth they might not understand it. But when they hear the song, kick it like kung fu and all that, like I thought you were doing it because you're kind of like a battle rapper to me. You got a lot of lyrical capabilities. You know, like yo kung fu. Like I will, you know, even though this is a trap beat and this is you know fun, don't get it confused. My bars will eat you alive if I choose to. Definitely, definitely. I'll be hoping that somebody say my name just so I can get the opportunity to bite somebody's head off. But, you know, I'm, I'm really into, like, really making songs, man. Like, I'm a real songwriter. So this year, like, I want to, I just want to display my capability of making songs with substance and, you know, something that you can groove to and also learn from. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the biggest thing. I want to put out a decent message for the people. Because, you know, there's a lot of youngsters that look up to us and, Yep. We don't need to, you know, be study promoting all these drugs and trauma and guns. Yep. Promote something different, you know what I'm saying? So it's a, it's a, it's a large task because, you know, the radio, they don't want to play nothing like that. So yep. I definitely salute y'all for playing that, man. I definitely yeah, definitely. And you're right, man. Like, people always want to be like, because I'm from Indianapolis, so we're right down the street from you guys, so... You know, they always want to be like, stop, yes, the, stop the violence, all this shit. But then the next song they talk about is knock your head off. Or, and I'm not saying music should be censored, but at the same time, like you can't say let's make peace. But at the same time, you're encouraging people that the only way they can win is to be songs like The Baby or stuff like that. So I salute you for, right. you know, taking that stance. And while yeah, I know they... It's a definitely a it's a grinding against the grain approach, man. It's like we totally going opposite, man. So yeah. I'm going to put my all into it, man. And and I know, I know it's going to turn out right because even if, you know, I don't get the results, at least I feel good in doing it. You know what mm. I'm saying? Like, it's my dream. You know what I'm saying? I feel better doing it my way opposed to a force. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and you can't force, let... Force message. Yeah, you can't, you can't force it, man, because if it doesn't seem authentic, then people are going to pick up on it real quick and then they're just going to tune you out. Now, I know your fans were telling you to do the trap beats, man, but, yo, your beautiful life... Your strings, like, um, that song, man, I've had it on repeat ever since I started checking out your discography. So there are still people out there that really like bars. They really like good music. So, you know. Yeah, I never, I never give up. I never give up on that because that's my core audience. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, I still get show, like, shows at Apache and Atlanta, Sub-T in Chicago. And I always, you know, give them that boom back for sure. So it's like, that's the basics. Right. You know what I'm saying? You can't, and, and it's crazy because it's the basics, but it actually is a, a whole nother element and level to it. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's crazy, man. But I definitely salute like the Rock Marcianos and the people that's been doing that real music, man. Because, mm. man, it's a different vibe and different feeling once you listen to it, man. 100%. And I was, uh, and I'm, uh, and I'm big, I'm, I'm all big into like the record digging and everything. Man. I love that, man. Like, it's just a whole different feeling when you create a boom bap track from scratch. Mm. I said, you know, with the producer, it just be dope, man. It's a whole different feeling. Now, it's interesting you say that because, you know, with me being from the Midwest, I understand, but a lot of people don't realize that Chicago is huge on the boom bap. They think it's all trap shit and, you know, sampling and rapping really fast, but there's a lot of boom bap out in Chicago. So how does it feel for you to be, like, running the forefront of bringing back the boom bap sound to the Chicago uh, market? Man, it feels great, man, because, like, a lot of guys that came before me that's been doing it, guys like Vic Spencer and Ray Spanner, 
you know, they also, they, they hit a track and they also salute me. So I got tracks coming up with, with them this year that's going to be really dope. So it's like, it's real good, man. It's like, it's a beautiful feeling that people still vibe and rock out to that real music. Like with the Morse code, we had, mm-hmm. we got like real vinyls and we sold out, man. It's actually people buying it over in Africa and London. And, man, mm-hmm. it's just a beautiful feeling because it really spreads, man. It's like people paying that money for those albums and, you know, they send the tips, man. So it's like they really appreciate it. So my plan this year is to do a on and off. So it's like I'm going to give them, I'm going to give them one, I'm going to give one album for the general ear and I'm going to come right back, boom, back. Mm. And come back with another album for the general radio and another boom, back. And that way that when, once you listen to them, you'll never get bored. Right. You know, cause a lot of these guys got the same sound, man. They be killing me like, Yo, his last hit song sounded just like his last hit song. You yep. know what I'm saying? So I want to show him just a variation of hits, man, this year. Yeah, so you, was, you definitely see more Boom Bap as well, for sure. Yeah, I was uh, just listening to some uh, Windy Day, and she was talking about, like, don't be trying to mimic other artists. Like, it might be difficult, but stand on your own sound because if it if you stand out with your own sound, then you can win versus you standing out with Chris Brown's sound. They're just going to go get Chris Brown right. and – pay him a little bit more money to put a new song together for you so you know sometimes it's hard to step out there now um you did you drop two albums last year because i know you did morse code and i think you did um ambush is that the same year where that's they separated yes sir um the ambush actually came out a little earlier um in my career but the Mm. thing is i did it like exclusively through Bandcamp. so uh, once I did the Morse code, the people was like, yo, we need more heat, we need more heat. So I kind of like, okay, man, okay, check this ambush out because it was slept on, man. So mm. a lot of people, you know, they, they gravitated to that. And it's like, man, you know, that's really like old work. But I just had to put it on all platforms because I was really doing that out the trunk of the car and through band count. Mm. So, yeah, it was really like two hours. But this year I'm about to hit them, man. I got like, I'm sitting on like three, four of them right now, man. So I'm really excited about this year. So I wanted to just bring that car through. I just set the tone and let you know, man, we're about to just really bring this music out. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to be hard. Yeah, I salute you for doing that because so many artists, man, they got old music. They're like, it's old, but to the masses, it's new. Like, take the ludicrous approach. If if uh, if you've never been in Indiana, then release every single song you've ever had in Indiana and then do it in Ohio, then do it in St. Louis because it's old in Chicago maybe, but it's new to us. And, you know, what? it shows your, your your work ethic. You know, it'll just impress people like, damn, he dropped another song. Like, I don't know if you follow Grisilda that much, but a lot of their content in the beginning was just re-releasing some of their old shit to the masses. And people were like, damn, they keep yeah, releasing definitely. stuff. And then, you know. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I definitely um, respect and salute the whole Gazelle, the game for sure, man. Westside, you know, man, they, mm-hmm. they definitely, like, opened the door up and put it on the mainstream. And we got we got guys like LeBron James slamming Benny the Butcher in the background. <laughs> right. Now, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I'm glad they kicked down that door, man, because I'm ready. Hell yeah. I, I'm ready. I'm ready. And I seen um you've got some very impressive performances under your belt. You were at South by Southwest recently. You were at Coast to Coast for New York. You were in AC three for Atlanta. So how did those opportunities present yourself? And then when you were doing it, I know you killed the stage. What was some of the feedback you got? Man, it was uh it's crazy because you know Chicago we got kind of like the fan base is kind of crazy, man. It's like when you go to Atlanta and do a show, those people like really support. Yeah. So it's like, it's crazy because I did, you know, 
the eight the eight the A three C and then end up coming back and doing a headline show there. You know what I'm saying? So it's like the support is kinda of different, especially you know, Austin, Texas, man. Like the people really gravitate. When you good and you give them, give them what they want, man, they'll definitely book you to come back. So hmm. it's a big difference when you kinda of step outside, man. Like Kami said, I, I feel like I had to leave home to become a household name. Yep. That's the only thing that kinda of bothered me about it. But I actually love going on the road doing shows. I feel alive, you know what I'm saying? Like it's a big thrill going to New York. And you know you don't got no fans with you, but you got to take over the crowd. Right, that's a challenge to me, and I, I love it, man. So, and I, I love all those experiences, man. I really do. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Now, um, <clears throat> like I, 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 I've traveled to Chicago a lot. My homie D, uh, Leoski D had us come out last year. So, you know, there's a big movement in Chicago right now. Um, from your perspective, being in Chicago, what do you think about the movement? Like, what, what, who's coming next besides yourself? Of course, I know you, the future. But mm-hmm. like anybody else um, from Chicago that we should be looking for, or a new sound, or any kind of waves that the fans can, you know, be on the lookout for. Man, I, um, I've been working with a lot of artists right now, and I think Chicago. I think the, I think Chicago is finally about to get the attention that we need. Yeah. A lot of artists from Chicago get on, and they claim Chicago, but they be living out of California. Right. But it's some real heat right here, like Big Spencer, Race. You know what I'm saying? Um, I even, you know, I'm about to start my own record label. I got a guy named Legacy that's really dope, man. Check him out. He's gonna have a big hit called Warriors on this on this next album. I'm about to drop. It's entitled The Platoon. Okay. And I got another guy, Jay Holmes. He's another guy that's about to take off. You know what I'm saying? So I really think that the crown is about to come to Chicago and the attention is about to come. It's gonna be a really big year for Chicago, man, for sure. Yeah, I agree, man. Cause you got people like Urban Urban Grind TV. Um, they we work with them all the yes, time. Sir. My homie uh, Doe, who hooked us up, you know, Def Jam and all that. Like, you guys got a great um, network. Um, Avery Miner. Like, I can start naming all kinds of Chicago people, but you got a good foundation. Yeah. So it's just getting them to believe in you. Which I was gonna ask you. You know, I know Doe. He don't really mess with random people. So how did you get Doe to get on the team and start working these, you know, the records for you? Because that means a lot to me because I know what he's capable of. So what what was it about you, you think, that got you guys linked up? And why did you decide to run with him instead of somebody else that may be in your market? Well, uh, this is actually me and those second time doing business. You know, the first time mm-hmm. I was under uh, the management of my cousin. Okay. My cousin didn't have all the business right. So if you go check out High Definition, that was one of the first tracks that me and Doe pushed. And it did really well, you know what I'm saying? Okay. And, uh... This pre- previously, I was working on an um, album with this uh, producer here. His name is Decaders, and him and Doe was like real tight. So we've been making these tracks. He's like, man, I really think you, you should get back with Doe. You know what I'm saying? So me and Doe got a great relationship now, man. It's building there. You know, yeah, he's a good guy, man. As long as your business is straight and you you abide by that contract, he gonna do his job, man. So salute to him, man, for sure. So I didn't know that. Is he managing you? I just thought he was just helping. Is he managing now, or are you guys just on a, you know, marketing promotional angle? Yeah, it's a marketing promotional angle, but okay. at the same time, it's like a brotherhood that come in through the deck of dirt situation. So it's like he definitely give me extra tips, you know what I'm saying, on what he think I should do, and, you know, go that way. So it's not really like a management, but it's also it's more like an advising situation on top of the PR. Right, right. That makes sense because, like I said, he, he he doesn't reach out to me for any random people. So when he hit me about you, I was like, oh, shit, okay. Um, that means he knows you're serious. So that that's a definitely a good thing. He said if you're business right and you're humble and you're hungry, then people are going to want to see you win. So I'm sure that's what took place for you. 
Now, uh, I did want to talk to you about, you know, I, see, I just noticed on some other stuff, you do credit repair. And it's kind of unique for an artist, you know, that's from Southside Chicago to be trying to uplift the communities and teaching them how to get their stuff together. Um, what What is that, and how did you get started in it? Man, well, it's actually, it came through music, actually. Ah. Uh, my, my, my father was locked up with a guy that was doing, like, uh, credit repair classes. His name is James Hunt. Okay. He's the credit guru of Atlanta, Georgia right now. He does all the superstars, football players, credit and everything. So mm. once he had got out, you know, my, my pops had put me in tune with him. And at the point of time, that was around the time where I was, you know, hopping on the road doing shows. So he's like, man, I need you to go meet this guy, James Hunt. And I went to go meet him, and he was trying to get me to do credit repair like maybe six, five years ago. Okay. And I'm like, yo, I'm not worried about no credit, man. <laughs> right. I'm trying to get on, you know what I'm saying? Yep. But the thing is, he had ended up repairing Jazzy Faye's credit when I had dropped the ambush. Mm. And he's like, man, I need you to come down here and rap for Jazzy Faye. I told him I have a nephew that do, does rap. So when I got down there, I played the ambush for him, 1P13. He's like, man, it's dope. We'll give you a distribution deal, but it's going to cost 40000 right, I'm like, yo, I thought it'd go the other way around. I thought y'all was supposed to give me the money, you know. But at the point of time, you know, I'm, like, I'm an independent artist, you know, struggling to, to make it from A to B. I didn't have 40000 but that's when James Hunt, you know, put his, put his arm around my shoulder and said, you know what? I like what you're doing. I see the, I see the potential. I'm going to teach you how to mm. get your own money, and you'll never need 40000 I'm, right. I'm going to show you how to become your own boss. So the, the credit repair actually came from the music because I went down there chasing music. Right. We ended up doing the credit repair. And once I learned that, I came back to my neighborhood and just started setting up shop, hooking up all the people I knew. And now it's a blessing because I'm sitting here in the same place, but I'm getting clients from Texas, California, like all around the world. Everywhere where my music went, I'm getting clients. Yep. So it's actually dope, man. You get a client to buy the album. And then get their credit repair or vice versa, get their credit repair and then buy the house. So it's like, and I, I look at it like, you know, I'm giving back already without even being a, a mainstream rapper. I'm giving back because I can get a person a 751 credit score to get a new house, new car, whole new lifestyle. Yeah, change the They're life. looking at me like, yo, like, yo, you're the best rapper ever alive. And mm-hmm. I'm like, man, you know what? As long as I keep building on that, eventually I'll get to the world, man. So I definitely appreciate the promotion on that as well. Yeah, it's like, uh, it's like a secret weapon. You're like uh, Clark Kent as the credit guy, and then you're Superman when it comes to the lyrics and bars. So it's like you can catch them off guard. They'll think, ah, this dude just doing some credit, and then you're playing your music in the background like, yo, who's that? Yo, that's me. Ah, crap. Okay. It's like a, it's, it's a way to sneak your way in without bombarding people with your music all the time. Yes, sir, man. It's definitely going good. It's building. And that's why I like... I'm going to try to make the big jump. Like, a lot of people are trying to establish themselves as a rapper. I want to automatically jump to mogul status. Yep. I want to jump right to a mogul. Like, man, he, he came in the game on Rick Wall's uh, Jay-Z, you know, Jeezy yep. situations with his own record label, making his own moves, pushing his own brands, and doing the credit repair, helping the people out, man. Nah, you, you got to, man, because in today's age, there's... There's too much opportunity. If you try and go do it the label ways and stuff like that, like there's always red tape and money you got to spend that you really don't have. But if you do it independent, you still got to come out the pocket, but you control your own destiny. You create your own brand. You get your own fans, and people will respect you more. Yeah, man. So I, I definitely, like, 
it's, it's all about the message, man. So I just want to give the people good music and a good service, man. And I feel good. Matter of fact, I feel great doing that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I feel great opposed to signing with a big label and them telling me what to wear and what to say and all that. Now I don't got time for it. So, yeah, man, it's definitely a blessing. And then I know you're a busy person, so I'm not going to take too much more of your time, but I do want to ask you about this Open Mic World Tour. Are you on a tour and you're doing open mics, or did you set your own tour up and you're calling it the Open Mic? I was kind of confused by what that was. All right, so the Open Mic Tour, that's actually my idea. Mm. And the way, I, the, way I, the way I thought of it is once I started going to these cities and doing open mics, like I told you, they started hitting me back, like come back and do a headliner. Right. So the thing is, I love old school cars, man. Like right now, I got 1985 Cadillac Eldorado with 72,000 original. Okay. So my whole thing was, I know that I can go to a city and work it for three to four, you know, maybe a week. And by the time I leave, I will establish my name there. So the thing is, if they, if these people don't see my talent and understand how my 20 minute sets are, I'm gonna go out and show them for free how it is, and then I'm gonna charge them if they want mm-hmm. me to re- reroute back. Yeah. You're like the. Uh, so that's like why the, I'm gonna call it the open mic tour. It's like it's 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 like I'm coming out for free. Right. I'm I'm, I'm gonna kill it. I'm gonna kill with two three songs in. I'm gonna kill it, and I'm gonna keep going to the next joint. I'm promote everything, mm-hmm. and you know it might be somebody that might be mad. Like okay, man, you skipped us in Kentucky. Right. All right. Well, if I turn around, you know that's when I have to charge it. So I think by the time we get to Atlanta, it it it'll pick up some steam. Nah, it's like when you go to the mall, the the people are handing you free samples of the food. And you're like, yo, that's just fire. Well, you come buy this shit now. So it's like you're giving them a sample by doing the open mic. And then I'm sure when you go into these markets, you're opening it up to local artists and they markets to get a little exposure. So you're building brands, relationships, and collaborations. So, you know, when you come back as the headliner, then they'll be promoting your show show for you. So it's free advertisement. Exactly. Yeah, so that's my idea for the open mic tour, man. Mm -hmm. I just want to go and just hit the best open mic for each city and state and just keep it going, man. So by the time I turn around or, you know, finally, okay, cool, we, we stay here for a minute, we should start be talking about a real tour. Mm. Well, man, yeah, I know so that's the plan. I know they're going to love it. Like I told Doe, man, I was checking you out, and you remind me of a young Cam, a young Joel Santana, the way you deliver your words and the breathing patterns and shit like that. So I know when people get more familiar with you, they're going to love it. Um. Before we get off here, is there anything you want to let the fans or the listeners know to be on the lookout for? And what's your social media contact information so people can reach out to you and follow the movement? Okay, cool. Y'all can look out for, of course, that Kung Fu that's out right now on all platforms. I also got another new track out entitled Real Life that's out right now. It's on one of these guys, um, Seven Leads album here in Chicago. It's pretty dope. And um, in three more days, I believe on the 10th, I'm going to drop the platoon album. So you'll be able to catch that on all platforms. You can follow me at Vail the General on Twitter. And once again, that's Vail, V-E-L-L-D-A, General. And on Instagram, Vail the General 10. Facebook, Vail the General. Facebook page, Chevelle Glover. Snapchat, Vail the General. And man, I I definitely need the followers because... um, I, in my past, I got offered a couple record deals, but the, the thing is, they're like, yo, we love your music, you but have the you don't have that many followers. And yeah. I'm like, yo, that don't make sense, because if y'all gave me the deal, that'll bring all of the secret ghost followers out the, out the crack. So, you know what I'm saying? If y'all could just go follow me, man, check out the movement, get your credit repaired, and get good music, man. 
Well, definitely, man. This is uh, my direct information. This is my personal number, man. Lock me in. I'm going to tell Doe the same thing, man. Anything you got priority-wise or anything, man, I love your music. I like how you are as an individual. So let's keep building. Um, like I said, I'm two hours away. If you ever want to travel this way, we can set some shit up down here for you. And, man, I look forward to seeing you grow into the superstar you're going to become. Yes, sir, man. I appreciate the opportunity, man, knowing that this is the first interview of the year. And I always treat this one like a stepping stone, man, and keep moving. I always show love and respect and come back. No matter how big or you know how where we at, I'm always gonna come back and show love to you. I appreciate it, brother, for real. Definitely, man. And once this is done, man, like I said, it's gonna air tonight at midnight on Stop Beefing Radio, and then um you'll have the link to share it as much as you want and use it for however you want to do, and then uh we'll just keep in. How are you with collaborating with other artists, man? I got some artists I'm working with now. Maybe we can put some shit together, get an Indiana Chicago situation going. Man, I, I actually love doing it, man. I actually love. You know, uh, bringing those, bringing, I, 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 tr- I treat it like, man, it's just, a, it's amazing when I collab, man. So I'm actually looking forward to that. I like to do my research on the artist and then custom make the song okay. specifically, you know, for that artist. So if you got some people, man, send me some links. Mm-hmm. I check them out and I can, you know, cook up some. Or if you got some beats and a concept already, I love, I love to just hop on because I, man, it just, it's beautiful when I, when those two different type of, energy the synergy that's the word i'm looking for i love the synergy i love that part so i'm i'm definitely down to definitely down to collab man so let's do that for sure yeah that's good um, i got a i got a song i'm working on I'm recreating the world war three when uh rough riders and swiss beats did the it had snoop scarface like different people from different markets so i'll send uh Dota, uh-huh. i'll send you the beat text me your email when we're done and i'll send you the beat to check it out if you like it man we can definitely collab on some shit Yes, sir. Well, I definitely like the concept, man, because I like to keep everything under the military. Yeah, even though I know, you know, was in the military. So when I mean, you said that World War Three, they kind of, you know, kind of did. So mm-hmm. I'm definitely sending information over, man. We could definitely work, man, for sure. Yeah, and I think that you'll like the title. It's called "So You Think You Can Rap." So I know you can rap very uh, well. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. When I first started off, I used to um, go on live mixtapes, and I used to get on um, how to, um, I used to download all those how to be an MC. Mm. Uh, instrumental beat yep. tapes, and that before every song came on, that's what it. That, that's what the uh, JD Kiss used to say, man. A lot of these guys yep. don't even know how to be an MC, so I'm actually I'm digging that, man. Let's go. Hell yeah, man. Well, thank you very much for the interview, and I'll send you and Doe the links as soon as they live. And uh, like I said, this is my information. Lock me in. Send me that text so I can send you this beat, and we can start working ASAP. Yeah, I definitely appreciate the opportunity, man. Blessed. All right, you have a good night. You too, brother. Peace.